Initializing recap. This is the first time all three of you have heard the voices at the same time. Whereas before they were indistinct, distant whispers, this time they are panicked and fearful screams. Something else is strange as a small snowflake floats down onto your nose, Durin. Does it melt? It doesn't. Oh, it's ash. The orange glow over the mountains wasn't daybreak, but the raging fires within the gift. You see a couple of the Verdant Guard fighting in the distance, and one of them screams, Oh god, it's back! It's back! With another trumpet of its trunk. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> a large bipedal mechanical elephant. Oh yes! <laughs> I look at Durin and I say, Punch or pull? Punch. I punch the crystal. You finally send your fist down through the exhaust port, and you hear a crack, and the headlights go dim once more. Patience looks at you and says, I know why this was all too easy for them. I worry that there was someone within Kaya. And before he can finish his sentence, a spear erupts through his chest. No! The spear retracts into the hands of Eska. Recap complete. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked, my friends. Boys, got two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. yeah. Yes. More importantly, are you ready to roll? I am. I'm so nervous, but yes. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm hyped. Where we last left off, you are currently standing in the middle of Kaya after mostly repelling a noble attack, however, not without casualty, as Elder Patience lies impaled on the ground in front of you. Uh, and Eska, the perpetrator of the attack, has run back towards the tree. With you are T22, the Topo trader that you made friends with, Cyrus and Andre, the two fringe folk uh, couple that... You guys have befriended as well, and short Jack. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do we pursue? Someone help patience. Yes, Dur and Cody. We're gonna have to move. Everyone else, tend to patience if you can. I'm just gonna give pursuit at this point. I, I can probably help him with that. And T22 unravels a small leather pouch that has those syringes that he gave you, Durin. After the fight, mm -hmm. and he administers one to patience, and you see that it doesn't really take. Someone give me a medicine check or a perception check. I'll do a perception because I don't have medicine. Yeah, neither do I. Oh, it's hey, I have some medicine. I'll make yeah, some roll that, dude. Uh, 12. You're rolling medicine? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, um, 14. 14. So you and Cody both notice. Cody, you notice that the, the medicine isn't quite taking. There's something around the wound. And with your medicine check, Duren, you notice that there seems to be some sort of corrosive that is actively counteracting the healing magic of this syringe. So they seem to be currently canceling each other out. But something was on that tip of the spear that seems to be preventing magical healing. All right. I'll, I'll definitely tell T22 about this or have him notice it. And maybe they can do something. Uh, is there any way? We, I guess we can't really take samples right now. We're pretty much in 
active pursuit. As you guys are (sighs) sort of looking at the wound really quick, Patience reaches up and hands you or holds out a small canvas bag that he's detached from his hip. What is what, what is this? Are you, are you okay? He just shoves it again, and he just bag takes it. Um, yes, inside there are three brass medallions on brass chains, um, and they are they have the symbol of Kaya on them. And he says, "If you protect Kaya, Kaya will protect you." Ah, uh, Cody puts it on. As does Merrick. Yeah, Dern follows suit. Almost like he feels like he doesn't belong there, but he puts it on. Cyrus kneels down and he looks at Patience and says, Hey, look, big guy, you're a hell of a lot tougher than me and I survived four holes in the chest. You can do this. Uh, and then looks up at you guys and says, You need to get her. Yeah, we gotta beat Cat. We'll take care of it. Let's go. I'm gonna jab myself with a little healing serum. Or drink it, I guess. Because it's whatever the fuck it is as we go. Uh, does it heal stamina? It doesn't. It does not. Okay. Bummer. Stamina, you guys, uh, I, I do want to double check. You guys, uh, Durin, sorry, uh, Merrick and Cody, you popped your hard candies at the end of last episode. Yeah. You, oh, yes. man. Can, can Durin get in on that action? Take your candy, yeah, bro. If you want to. Yeah, he wants to take that candy and just suck on it real good. Well, why do you got to say it like that? <laughs> it's, it's just a hard candy, Dang. You're the one making this weird. Is it getting harder? It's 3d6 plus 5. Wow, it's real good. It's pretty juicy. Mm. The How can I work? We caramel be juicy? <laughs> a falling beam from one of the wooden structures crushes Durin and he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ready for a weirder character then? Because A falling right. beam from your house crushes Terry. He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all healed up, Terry? Uh, how much stamina does that heal? 3d6 plus 5. Okay, 3d6. That's probably going to just top me up, to be honest. Yeah, that, that tops me up. Perfect. Okay, cool. Everyone else is, is ready to go? Yeah. Yes. All right. You guys burst into the hall of the tree, and the scene is pretty grisly. A lot of the retreated verdant guard are on the ground. A lot of them have these singed X's and wounds that are currently burning similar to Patience's wound. There's one that you recognize, the Mossy Vesk, who was part of the, the capturing team of you guys when you first crash landed here, looks up at you and says, you, you need to get out of here. And then sees the medallions around your neck and says, they're trying to get to the roots. Who are they? Just Eska? Where did she go? Eska and the guy in the cloak. The king, I assume. Yeah, that'd be a good guess. Point us in the right direction. We have to go. Kaya is protecting herself currently. Before, you could just take the elevator down, and he points over to the elevator that you guys rode up to Patience's office, and it is completely encased in the same kind of vines that you saw where the digger uh, was going through. And... He looks at you and says, but Eska would know of the back way in. There's a cave system that runs almost directly into the roots behind the tree. That's where she's going. Okay, give us some directions and we'll go right after her. Do you know why Eska's doing this? No. She swore the same oath that we did to protect Goa, to protect Kaya. I have no idea why she turned on us. I have no idea why she's working with them. All I know is she is. And we have to stop her. We will. Just want to get going. He points you to where the dining hall is and says, follow that to the back. It'll bring you to the rear of the tree. And then that's, that's got to be where they're going. Have you gone that way before? 
Are you asking him if he's gone that way? Yes, him. I mean, not recently, but yeah, I've gone there a hundred times, yeah. Okay, anything we need to be on the lookout for? No, I don't think so. I mean, they might have nobles stationed there. I don't know what Eska's planned. I don't know what that guy's doing, but no, if you want to catch them, it is through there. All right, I start going. Yeah, uh, be careful. I'm assuming Eska has some has laid something down for us. She knows she's being pursued. Nothing we can't handle. Don't worry, I'm very perceptive. Let's go. I'm going to roll a perception check to make sure I don't walk into a trap. That's a 14 again. Okay. I, I wish to make a perception check as well. You know, looking for traps type of thing sure. as we're moving through. Yeah. Same. Uh, 18. Uh, 21 from Merrick. Oh, fuck yeah. Merrick, you notice it. And thanks to Durin bringing it up, you see a small explosive package beeping or sort of like flashing under one of the, the tables. Okay. Uh, can I tell what's like what the trigger is? You would guess based on what's happening right now that is probably proximity. Can we walk around it? Yeah. You, you imagine that it's meant to be like someone running through the main aisle. Uh, to be, okay. but like you could, if you if you went around the the sides, you would uh, most likely be fine. Uh, Merrick breaks out his Solarian blade, and in the dirt, he writes, "Stay away." Is, is there any way I can disable oh, no. it, or is it like proximity wise? There's no way we can get close to it. I will give you like a like a disable device check, and that will be you sneaking up to it to disable it. Okay. Is there like are we near? the outside at all no you guys are like pretty much in the center of the tree right now the long okay. dining hall that you guys had had dinner in mm, all right i'm leaving it up to the uh, the committee my thoughts are disable it bring it with us as a backup more mm. bombs are good we still have your electrical bomb though right i look at merrick we don't i think we should just pursue but okay then i agree i will listen to what you both have to say We'll pursue. Yeah, Merrick writes a sign on the ground that says, stay back, explosive. We'll, okay. we'll disable it on the way back through. I'm more worried yeah. about time anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, let's skirt it. Perfect. Yeah, you guys go along the outer wall completely fine and make it to the back doors. Just because I'm nervous now, I'm going to roll another perception on these doors to see if I can either see there, if there's anyone on the other side or if it's trapped. Mm-hmm. All Not right, good. that's a 20. Nine for Merrick. Darren, you doing anything? I'll make my roll, but I'm not sure if we're, if, we're, if you're cool with pylon perceptions. Yep. 17. Cody, you notice that there are no traps. Perfect. I kick the door open. Yeah, and it, and it flies open, and you see the back end of Kaya. There's a lot of gardens, a lot of, a lot of sort of like produce or, or, you know, crops and stuff being grown out here. But there is a distinct path that has been cut through as the plants and flowers and crops on the edge of the path have withered and died. That doesn't look good. The apocalypse. And the path continues further into the woods, and it's not anything you need to roll to see because it is very obvious that that this is the way that someone has gone. I wonder who. Um... (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Perfect. Yeah, you guys run. It's not long to catch up to two figures in the darkness as you watch a man in a cloak strolling almost casually through these woods as the plant life around him withers and dies and crumbles into almost dust. And he walks with purpose forward as Eska is a couple steps in front leading him. Oh! 
Fuck Do me. they seem aware of us yet? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course uh, they would. Cody yells out, Stop right there. Leave the tree alone. And as you do, a large wall of roots and vines appear in front of them, cutting them off. Oh. And Eska turns around and with... Uh, give me sense motive checks. Oh, I'm so good at this. <laughs> uh, I rolled a five and I minus two. So three. Uh, Twelve from Merrick. <laughs> Sixteen. Dern, you get the sense that she's not happy to see you, but not in the way that you might think. Okay. And the king turns around and looks at you and says, Peasants, you dare tell me what to do? Yeah. Well, you're already a slave to the voice in your head, so why would you stop there? Thou wish to perish here by mine hand under the shadow of this accursed tree? We might just punch you unconscious instead. Leaning towards that one, yeah. Or, or kill him. He's pretty annoying. He stops for a second, and you see him tilt his ear to the side. And this time, you see something. Whereas last time, nothing appeared. This time, you see a shadowy figure behind him, with its arms sort of wrapped around him, whispering in his ear. What the fucking fuck? Hello, Mr. Apocalypse. And then it dissipates. Oh my god. Leave, outsiders. This does not matter to you. Allow us to attend to our miserable business. Goa has been left in my charge, and I will do what is right to protect her. I don't think we can let that happen. This ends now. Then you will die like the traitorous scum that you are. And he grabs the clasp on his cloak and pulls it off and throws the cloak into the wind. You now see underneath he has no shirt on and there are familiar puck-shaped objects embedded into his skin. Oh, oh, good. Great. Great. He lifts his arms above his head and the two down on his sort of abs uh, on either side of his obliques pop off and these concentric rings that you've seen before pop out, but this time in the center of them are a smoky miasma with green electricity crackling through it. And then he flexes his shoulders forward and two more pop off on his back shoulder blades and two more crest over his head. Now he has four of these shadowy tendrils of a modified version of the Trojan worms that you fought before crackling with electricity and his eyes glow green momentarily. Come then, peasants. Come to die. Everyone roll me initiative, please. Damn. So I assume he's like Doc Ocking us right now? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. And did you say he popped two off and has four on him? So he has two coming out on the like his lower obliques, mm-hmm. and then he has two coming out of his shoulder blades. So he is Doc Ocking us. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I love it. It's badass. 22 from Merrick for initiative. I got a 12. 15. What's your dex there, Merrick? Uh, plus one. 13. Um, he reaches down and draws a long sword as he charges forward and points it towards you. And from it comes this crackling beam of green electricity. And it is going to go after... I think he's going to go after Merrick. Fair. Uh, that is... 
Not the best. That's a 15 against your EAC. 15 is on the dot. Okay. Fuck me. Uh, you take two points of electricity damage as this green bolt kind of like crests along the ground and loses a bit of its charge as it crackles against your chest. It is your turn. I promise you, your highness, that mine hurts better as Merrick forms a solarium blade that also has a green crackling energy and advances forward, going to photon mode and swinging at a four. Ugh, that's gross. That's just a 13. Uh, not enough, unfortunately. Okay, fair enough. Eska runs up beside the king, brandishing her spear, and she looks at you and she says, this is not your fight. You said you would not get involved in things that involve Kaya. Leave now, please. We're not outsiders anymore. And Cody kind of like holds up the amulet. Um, she looks unnerved when you hold up the medallion. Uh, it is her turn, and she's going to throw it at Cody. Her turn? <laughs> uh, nope, the spear, and that is a natural 20. Ah, <laughs> no. Get fucked. <laughs> Cody just sails back out of the combat. <laughs> uh, that's 15 points of damage. Okay. And give me a fortitude save, please. Oh, god damn it. Um, so are you, are you just going to straight up just kill Cody? It's very possible. Let's say 15. Uh, you're good. You feel sort of a, a singeing on the wound and you're able to sort of power through it as she holds her arm back out as the spear pulls itself out of the wound and snaps back to her hand. Damn, that was really cool. Uh, Duran, it's your turn. So I guess looking at Eska, he's like, for someone that I respect... I wasn't expecting you to throw your lot in with this one. Uh, she looks at you and she says, this isn't the best option, but they're not wrong. The tree is cursed. So you're working for something that's name is literally the apocalypse? That's something I'll deal with when it comes to it. What's wrong with the tree? Seems like pretty cool to me. The fringe is Goa. Goa is the fringe. The gift, the gift is fake. What, is the tree an alien or something? It's from a different world? Who cares? It's making this place a thriving, beautiful place to live. She puts her head down for a second, and she says, I'm sorry. Darren, it's your turn. Yeah, um, I'm going to use uh, my trick attack to get some distance, and uh, I'm going to be focusing on Eska. Uh, okay. Uh, I rolled a 24 stealth. Uh, that is just enough, yes. Okay, okay. And then um, try to get some distance. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone gets tax opportunities, but moving away. I uh, know you guys had distance to begin with, so. Okay, okay. And I rolled a 14 EAC. She is flat-footed for this. Flat-footed would make her... That would be a hit on her, yes. Oh, fuck yes. Okay, cool, cool. As you guys are exchanging words, Duran, you managed to find an opportunity to slip out of sight. As I deck her for 11 points of electricity damage. Okay. As she's talking to you, Merrick, a surprising shot comes and catches her off guard, dealing a good chunk of damage to her. Though Duran would say, uh, after get, after she gets says, like, though I respect you, I won't feel bad for leaving you here to die. Cody, it is your turn. <laughs> I like how you more than took out all the candy stamina I got. While that's happening, Cody's just going to run in and try to punch the king. Uh, that is a 21. Uh, Casey? Uh, yep. 
that'll do it. God, don't scare me like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ugh. Okay, that's going to be 11 points of sonic damage as I, like, I guess he's busy with Merrick, and I just, like, try to slip in between the arms and just, like, crack him in the side. Back to the top of the order. Now that there are two people in range, the king once again sort of flexes his shoulders up so that the two on his back can reach over, and the four tendrils that are attached to him begin flailing wildly, and you, America, are going to have to give me uh, reflex saves, please. Okay. That's a 20. That's an 8. Okay. Uh, Merrick, you take 5 points of acid damage. Cody, you're going to take 2 points of acid damage. Alright, and I have no stamina anymore. And then he's going to attack with his shorts, or his longsword. Oof, that is a uh, 25 on you, Merrick. Yeah, that will do it. <laughs> that is going to be six point, no, sorry, four points of damage on you. Yep. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. Okay, we have to start hitting, so that's Merrick's going to go. I'm, I, I don't have a good gauge on what his AC could be, so I'm just going to do a single attack. Let's get on either side here. As, like, Cody's, like, bobbing and weaving past the arms. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get around him without provoking attacks, I think. Five foot? Can I five foot around him, or is he too wide with these tendrils? So, Eska's currently on his, like, left. Okay. Or, rather, the, on his right. Um, so, I guess we I'd didn't have decide. To yeah, you'd have to You'd have to move. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to attack for now, until we have a better idea of what's going on. Um, that should do it. That's going to be a 22 KAC. That's going to be 11 points of damage. And that's against the king, yes? Yes, it is. It's that yep. Solarian blade of black and green light slashes out. He seems to, as you hit him, the, the blade sort of lingers with that crackling energy, and he says, yes, very good. Oh, no. Did you give me a weapon that heals the boss, Dane? <laughs> that would be such a dick move. Dane would never do that. Come on, right? right I mean, you're Dane. using the power that he's currently wielding, so that's who knows? my power. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he he's not healing him. Okay. <laughs> Such a dick move. You guys now notice that like barrier of vines is now slowly starting to like uh surround you. Huh. Um cool. creating sort of a, a an arena blocking you guys in combat together. Okay. It is Eska's turn. And she's going to uh I guess she's on uh Merrick, you're the closest one to her, so she's going to attack you. It's a 12, no, sorry, 14 against KC. 14 will not do it, thank God. Uh, she takes a like a, a, a wide stance and makes a long thrust, but you manage to just narrowly dodge out of the way as you are in combat with the king, trading blows and clashing swords. Durin, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to focus on her and maybe taunt her a little bit as I go to try to stealth up a little bit more, you know, be all sneaky, sneaking around, uh, 25 on stealth. Yep. Oh no, I don't think this hits. 13. But she's flat-footed, right? Yeah, she's flat-footed. Yeah, that does it. Oh, fuck. Okay. For EAC, yes? Yes, EAC. Yep, that'll do it. And I'm going to try to pull her attention away from uh, Merrick and Cody as I do another 11 points of damage to her. Why don't you come take care of someone of your standard? Um, she immediately snaps her attention to you, Durin. Yeah. It is Cody's turn. Uh, Cody's going to like start to circle around the king. So kind of like, again, like ducking under an arm, coming around to the side of him. And he's going to try cracking me. And, you know, I'm going to take two attacks, both minus four. 
Okay. I'm just going to try to like one, two them in the side of the head. Oh, yes. Uh, that's going to be a 21 for my first as I get a 19 on the die. Yep. Uh, sick one's going to be an 11, which I don't think that, will quite do it. That does not do it, no. All right. Well, first hit. Fuck. 10 points of damage. Okay. You managed to score just a real solid hit right on the bottom of the jaw as you kind of duck under one of the tendrils that is lashing around. It is his turn now, and he's not the biggest fan of you, Cody. Um, (laughs) So he's going to turn and, you know, he's going to make two attacks, one on you and one on Merrick. Uh, What age is this guy, by the way? He's very young. He's Hmm. like early 20s, if not like 19. Okay, yeah. I kind of um, figured, but... Oh, man, for some reason in my head, he was way older. Oh, no, I thought he was like Joffrey. Yeah, it's very strong Joffrey vibes. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay, okay. Uh, so the first one misses you, Cody, but the next one's coming in at a 18 against your KC, Merrick. Yeah, they'll do it. And did you say the sword is, like, electric? No, he has a regular sword. He just shot... He just channeled it. Uh, okay. Used it to channel electricity through. That's going to be five points of damage. Okay. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. Um, with Cody on the other side of the king, if I if I let it let it go, will he be hit in the radius if the king is blocking him? What's what's your radius? It's a twenty foot radius. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'll still You'll be on it. it. Okay. But yeah. I'm not. I guess I won't pop it until it, I feels like I have to. I like how uh, you never said what you were doing. You said if I let it go. <laughs> Yeah, I knew. I, I knew what it I've meant. Been, yeah, I've been in photon for like longer than I normally had before I let it happen. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna swing <laughs> it's once. You, it's weird when you don't give it the name. Oh yeah, dude, my <laughs> supernova. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a uh, an unnatural twenty against the king. Yeah. Yep. Uh, minimum damage. So that's gonna be ten. The king seems to stagger for a second, and. His eyes kind of go wide as he sort of reevaluates the situation. Uh, it is Eska's turn, and she is going to take a five foot step away from Merrick and throw her spear at you, Durin. Ooh, that's another natural twenty. Fuck me. Okay. She's very good at throwing this fucking spear. Yeah, apparently. Hey, she'd have to be to hit patient, so it all checks out. Okay, so that's going to be two d eight. Oh, oh. Oh, I okay. I made mistakes taunting her. Um, <laughs> you did it though, didn't you? I know. That's uh, seventeen points of damage. Okay. And okay. you're gonna have to give me a fortitude save, please. Oh, cool. That's that's my worst save, eh? Oh, okay. All right. I got an eighteen. I got an eighteen. Uh, yeah, you are fine. All right. Um, she looks at you and she says, "I don't think about people as my worth or no, but I'll happily kill you, little one." <laughs> Let's dance, then. As you say that, she holds out her hand to pull the spear out of your leg and snaps <laughs> it back to her hand. Uh, it is your turn, Durin. Do you feel proud of yourself, Eska, right now? I'm doing what needs to be done. I Are figured you? someone like you would have known what that means. Oh, I do. I know exactly what I need to do. Now we're going to do another trick attack. It's my go-to at this point. 23. Stealth. It's not enough. Damn it. With her, like, hunter's eyes watches you yeah. and she says you've gotten me twice rat you won't get me again it's okay maybe i don't need to and i have a 24 to hit yeah five points of damage okay uh cody it is your turn uh what's the radius on the bomb that darren has 
Uh-huh. I thought Merrick had the bomb. Oh, that thing! Holy shit! Every time we mention it, you're like, I'm pretty sure I don't have it. And then you're like, oh, I do! <laughs> yeah, uh, hold on. I will tell you right now, you don't know. Yeah, okay. Oh, we don't know at all. Okay. No. Um, you, you don't really know what the... It's cobbled together by with, like, shit that Short Jack had on hand. So you're hmm. not... You know it'll do electrical damage, but you have no idea sort of how much or how big or anything like that. Fair. Uh, oh, yes. I'm going to five foot again, so I'm behind the king now. Um, okay. And he is between me and Merrick, and I'm going to do the old one. Actually, you know what? While I'm there, do I see anything like any kind of power source or, or anything I could like rip out or fuck up that would like stop the arms or like, you know? No, but as you get to his back, you can see that it is in bad shape presumably from close radiation his back specifically mm -hmm. is like blistered and peeling and raw and doesn't look good uh cody's going to hit him twice and they're gonna be non-lethal okay nat 20 all right <laughs> jesus christ i rolled two sixes on my d6 for that uh, that is going to be 26 points of damage. Damn, that's not lethal yeah. though, yes? Yeah, Yeah. that's my max. And then my second attack is going to be a 13. Not gonna do it. And Cody's just like, he kind of like donkey punches him almost, and he's like, just stop this, stop this fight. You're young. You can be better. <laughs> he takes that hit hard, and like, uh, Merrick, you're in front of him. You can see that that almost knocked him out. It it like really fucked his shit up uh, yeah. and he's kind of got that like you know that droopy boxer face of uh, a man who's just holding on to consciousness it <laughs> is the king's turn and not a moment too soon as eska is stalking towards you durin you can see her brandishing her spear but as she gets closer she pulls a small knife as well out dual wielding them hmm. And then the tendril wraps around her and fear crosses her face as she's lifted into the air. Another tendril attaches to her and then another and then all four as the king grabs her and begins draining her. And oh, she God. screams <laughs> as he pulls what you can only imagine is the life out of her and drops her on the ground. And you see his body begin pulsing in like random places. Cody you see that blistering get worse. And then you see his skin tear, revealing his bones and his muscle and his spine. And then the almost like popping a balloon, it snaps all around him. Underneath is this familiar miasma of black smoke and crackling green energy as what was once a human man is now nothing more than a grotesque suit of armor that is now a facsimile of the living apocalypse. And you stand face to face what is what now an avatar of the apocalypse. The parts of his body that still remain, like his hand and his legs and the top of his head, are all held together with this roiling smoke. And every now and then you'll see that crackling electricity and the concentric rings that were the Trojan horse dropped to the ground and now are just a part of him. And everyone has to give me a reflex save, please. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. We'll go back to lethal damage. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's brief 
foray into feeling bad for this guy is uh, gone. Yeah, 15. Did you say reflex? Yes, please. 18. I wish to preface this by saying, reflex is my best save. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Well, you all fail. Oh, okay. All right, I don't feel that bad then. As a burst of green flame just explodes out of him during this transformation. And you all take 12 points of fire damage. Holy fuck. Oh, what the fuck? All right, I'm, I'm into real real blood here now. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, same. <laughs> should we all say where we're at? Because it ain't good. Um, Hold on. I don't think we should, but <laughs> yeah, that's just me. Oh, man. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> we're fucked. Party We're so wipe. fucked. Party white. But that's his turn. Merrick, what, you, what are you doing? Yeah, too bad I can't explode without killing Cody. Um, hey, if you want to tell me that, you let me know. I will say that that now the the brush, there is a, like a, a green fire now, almost a ring of the, the vines that are now starting to wilt away as well as whatever has been unleashed is now actually affecting Kaya. And the the walls that were uh, erected around you are now starting to to wilt and crumble and and kind of retreat back into the ground. And you are now in this sort of circle of green flame. Okay, um, Merrick is gonna just hold on to that medallion that Patience gave him. Just hold it in his hand, hope, and then swing my sword. Okay, add plus two to this attack roll because of flanking. Nope, an additional plus two. 26 to hit. To hit? Yeah. Yeah, you hit him. And that's going to be max damage on the dice, so 15. We'll stop you. We'll put an end to this. It no longer seems to have any recognition of what you're saying, as it just lets out this shriek. Eska is going to use a resolve point to not die, and Durin, it's your turn. All right. Um, I want to make a some type of check on the king. Um, maybe determine some type of weakness figure out what his deal is um it will be a life science check oh hey i, I put a rank in it because of last time you know just <laughs> not one cool <laughs> sweet all right 10 out of 10 all right you have no idea what this thing is you can assume it has something to do with the living apocalypse based on the the aesthetic but no fucking clue shit okay all right you've seen a lot you haven't seen this i'm gonna use my uh, trick attack again but i'm gonna use it to uh, use my movement to get up to Eska. Okay. <gasps> Nat 20 on the stealth. What the fuck? Hell yeah. Are you using it on the avatar okay. or on Eska? Uh, the avatar. I mean, Eska's dying. She's She doesn't need to see me right now, you know? Yeah, okay. I don't know. But on the avatar. Brutally moving in for the kill. <laughs> yeah. What's the... What did you get? Um, I got a 35. Yeah. Yep. I All fucking right. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, And take a shot at the avatar. And I got a 19, and it's flatfoot for this. I guess it's KAC? Uh, EAC. EAC, sorry, yes, EAC? Yeah, you do. Yep. All right. Uh, nine points of damage as I close in on Eska. Okay, Cody, it's your turn. Uh, how big is this thing? Um, it's, it's still, still a medium, medium creature. Yeah, it is still sort of occupying the same space as the king. It just kind of has torn it apart, or him apart, mm-hmm. and yeah. is now kind of wearing him like a, a puppet. Cody's like fucked right now. Uh, so Cody says, sorry, Merrick. And he takes a five foot step back and he's going to drink a potion. Okay. Because I have seven points of health. That's going to be, how much do you heal? I healed, I rolled two eights and a four. So 20. Nice. 
Very yeah. good. Which is more than my health, unfortunately, but whatever. It is the king's turn. You know what? He's going to do this. Uh, he lets out a furious shriek, which is a spell. Well, the banshee? <laughs> uh, like, kind of. A little bit. Everyone has to give me a fortitude save, please. Uh-huh. Yes. Dang. <laughs> this isn't good, man. 17. Okay. Now, does it specifically affect constructs? I mean, you're not a construct, dude. I am. What? No. I'm constructed. I have a racial feature that I get a plus two against a bunch of shit unless it specifically affects constructs. Oh, okay. Uh, so it says creatures and objects. Okay. Yeah, I figured no. that covers yeah. it. I am both those things. Uh, I got a 13, so I assume I fail. I got a 19. Durin and Merrick, you're going to be taking six points of damage. Cody, you're taking 12. <laughs> well, I'm back to where I was almost. Oh, fuck me. As he lets out this shriek, and it feels like it's drilling into your brain. And for a brief second, you feel like maybe Eska was right. Maybe the tree is cursed. Merrick, it's your turn. I refuse to believe that. The trees helped us. It brought us together. It's made people like Mo and Poe so happy. I refuse to believe it. Also, Cody, thank you. You don't have to apologize. With Cody taking a five-foot step back, he's actually out of my radius. I need a reflex save. Okay. <laughs> that's a three on the die for a total of seven. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so Fuck him up. That's going to be 15 points of fire damage as this blaze erupts <laughs> from Merrick. Yeah. Like nice. that reaches just the toes of Cody and covers this avatar in burning supernova heat. In almost like a mirror of his transformation, you release your own explosion and some of the, the old flesh that once belonged to the king uh, burns and peels off and is now revealing even more of this sort of smoke miasma. It is Eska, nope. Uh, Durin. I need to heal. <laughs> so I'm going to use my standard action to, uh, you know, inject some uh, some healing juice into me. Uh, how much is... I think I only have serum of healing one, or... It's 1d8. 1d8, okay. You don't have any of the twos? I feel like I got a two. I just must have wrote it down in my journal and not on here. You definitely do, because I have two. Yeah. Okay, I must have it then. I'm just going to mark it down on there. Sounds the, awfully convenient to me. <laughs> oh, it says the man who gave his guy bullshit... But miasma armor or something. <laughs> Sweet, that maxed out my health, and um, I'm going to use my move action if you'll allow me to pick up um, Eska's knife. The knife? Yeah, absolutely. Is that your turn? I assume it is. Mm -hmm. Cody, it's your turn. Do we know if you can do the, like, fire twice at a minus four? If you still have enough shells in your gun? Or is it only hand-to-hand? -hand? Oh, no, as long as it doesn't have the unwieldy property, you can make two attacks with it. And does not need to be, like, reloaded every round? No, no, I get four shells. As long as it's not unwieldy, yeah, you can make, like, full attacks with, with ranged weapons. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I'm here. I may as well, uh, I'm going to fire twice at this point. Um, if you're drawing the weapon, that is a move action, though. That is a good point. You know, I'm just going to step in and punch him twice. Okay. Uh, so, I guess I get a plus two, so it's only minus two. Correct. KAC of 19. Uh, that hits. Uh, that is going to be almost max damage, 12 points of damage. Okay. And second one is going to be a miss. You see the, the green lightning begin to flicker faster. And it seems to be focused less on like maintaining its like weird humanoid shadow form. And now like focusing more towards the center of this, this 
you know, smoky creature. It's going to be the king's turn. It is going to... You and Merrick are both flanking it now, yes? Yep. Okay. It's going to use its tendrils to attack both of you. Jesus Christ. I rolled two threes. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, 11 for both of your EACs. No, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, no thanks. Fuck. Which is good, because it would maybe kill me. (laughs) Yeah, same. Well, cool. Um, It misses both of its attacks, then. Yay. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. I'm going to take two attacks, too, because me and Cody are working in tandem as I go Mm -hmm. back into photon mode. Let's end this, Cody. Um, you're getting an additional yeah, plus back. two for this as well. Natural 20, Dane, I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. 24, 26 points of damage. Jesus. Nice. Um, it gives up all attempt in maintaining its humanoid form and is now just this, just, you know, weird, goopy, shadowy uh, blob now just kind of like chaotically spiraling in front of you. And then Merrick yells for Goa as he attacks one more time for a 21 to hit. Let's go. Nice. Yep. Sorry, 19 with the minus two. Uh, you're still taking a plus two. Yeah, that's with it because it's minus four normally. That's Yeah, but you're flanking. You know, two plus two. Oh, yeah. you're right. Plus, plus two. I hit. You, you are hitting, yes. Uh, and that's going to be 15 points of damage. Let's go. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Okay. Darren, it's your turn. Okay. All right. I'm going to stay over Eska. I'm going to use my move to swap to my rifle, taking aim at the king or the avatar at this point. I'm going to take a shot. I have a 23 KAC. Yeah. Damn, boys, you're rolling fucking heavy numbers. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing real good. You've critted, I think, all of us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, we've been, the dice have been kind so far. Touch wood. Good. Now, now that I've cursed you, yeah, fuck. Eight points of damage. Okay, Cody, it is your turn. Uh, working in tandem with Merrick, saying, "I've got your back." That is going to be an eighteen. That's not enough. All right. And that Chris is with your flanking it. bonus. Yep, I only get the one plus two, right? Yes. Yeah, and that is going to be a twenty-three. That will hit. Uh, that is going to be ten points of damage. How do you finish this? Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Is it still like arms and legs and head just goopy or is it just like kind of a concentrated mass? It's it's kind of just like this weird, like almost column of smoke that is just kind of like twisting and turning and like folding in on itself uh, with these like kind of like every now and then you'll see like a burst of, of green electricity in it. I feel like Merrick's just slicing it up to the point where there's almost like the only bit left is just like a condensed bit in the middle and I just like punch it and like a big sonic wave comes out from my sonic gloves and just like rips it apart. And it does. It gets dispersed in this Oh no. This this goop. Whereas before you had seen it always manifest in shadow, but when you finally land that hit, it gets scattered in this like gelatin-like substance. There's a calm in the air. As you feel a drop of rain hit your forehead as the skies of Goa open up and rain begins to fall. Hello, Space GM Dane here doing the things. You can take a breath. You can unclench your butt cheeks. Uh, the boys have done it. They, they beat my boss. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the finale of The Whispering Woods. 
We hope you've really enjoyed your time in Kaya and on Goa and in the Fringe and flipping barges and all the other stupid shit the boys have done. It was a blast doing it. We're really looking forward to wrapping up this storyline and moving on into the next. If you enjoyed it as well, please consider heading on over to whatever podcatcher you use and leaving us a rating and review, uh, letting people know that we are a great show that you really enjoy. It really helps with the show. It's a really easy and quick thing to do for us, and we would appreciate you uh, so much. Not that we don't already appreciate you just for being here. We do love you guys. Thank you very much. I mentioned that we're starting a new arc. We've actually already recorded the first session in that new arc. And as I've mentioned in previous weeks, uh, we need a lot of NPC names. And I've already pretty much burnt through all the ones that we've been given already. So if you have ideas for a character name uh, that you think is either funny or cool or like would really fit our setting, head on over to the Discord and pop into the, the NPC naming section. And you can every week just name drop a bunch of things that you think would fit into the show. And I will do my best to insert them wherever they fit the best. As I said, we've already had a bunch, and I've already used almost all of them, so we are in desperate need for whatever and any names that you can come up with. I also use uh, some people's real names. For example, there's an NPC later on in this episode that is named after one of our Instagram followers, which is another way that you can get inserted into the show. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at NoQuestCast, and I will use that as a means to pull some names as well. To join our Discord, head on over to noquestcast.com. Click the Discord link. You'll be invited in. You'll be welcomed by a bunch of people who are incredible. You'll be able to see the fan art that was created. Someone did an excellent picture of Short Jack, and we couldn't be happier. Someone did an incredible uh, animation of the boys fighting the elephant. I'm just saying, if you're a fan of the show, you should probably get on the Discord train because it is uh, popping off. So to do a quick summary, if it's possible, please leave us a rating review on whatever podcast app or platform that you listen to us on. Second, head on over to NoQuestCast.com, join the Discord, and uh, hit us with your with your names, your NPC names. And follow us on Twitter and or Instagram at NoQuestCast. And if you talk about the show, use hashtag NoQuestCast. Once again, thank you very much for listening. We love y'all. That being said, enjoy the rest of the episode. Is it good rain? It's good rain. Oh, thank God. I, I thought it was going to be weird-ass at Apocalypse Rain. No, you have successfully uh, averted the Apocalypse. I feel like I Cody stumbles forward and, like, grasps Merrick's hand. It's just like, holy shit. Thought he, thought he had us. He almost did, but we got through it because of the three of us. I feel like we're going to have to sit down with a beer, and you're going to have to tell me where you learned to fight like that. Yeah, of course. I have lots of stories to tell. While they're doing that, Durin's going to lean very close to Eska's ear, whispering, you chose a path that only has one end. As he slides the knife that he just took off her right underneath the base of her skull where her spine would be. Yeah, and you do. Damn. And then getting up and pretending like nothing happened. Damn. Even if Merrick noticed, I don't think he'd care. I don't think he would either. Cody might. The subtlety and the secretness of it was to keep it away from Cody. Well, you know what? If that's the case, Duren, give me a stealth roll. Cody, give me a perception check. <laughs> 21 stealth. 21, huh? Yeah. Six perception. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Sweet. Duren, you've done this a thousand three. times. You've yeah. you've killed people without crowds knowing. Mm-hmm. You can do you can keep this away from Cody. Yeah, this this downpour 
is beginning to extinguish some of the smaller fires and a gentle, almost fog and mist or steam kind of rises up in the forest. Just out of curiosity, what was everyone's health sitting at? Uh, I went from seven to 25 to 13. <laughs> yeah, okay. I had uh, 16 left. I dipped to eight at one point, but the, uh, the, uh, the, the serum really helped me out. All right. I just need yeah. to know I did a good job in all. Oh, you did. Me. It's like, it got like, scary. Considering at this point I've used the candy uh, level one potion and the level two potion, and I almost died twice. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I need to know. You uh, actually you know everyone give me perception checks. I'm so good at it. Oh man, natural oh. twenty. That's oh hell yeah, five. I got a fourteen. Merrick, with that perception check, I'm going to say that not only do you hear the sounds of the engines in the distance, you know that those engines belong to Federation ships. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. You see that Mossy Vesk and Short Jack and a couple other of the Verdant Guard who still haven't sustained too, too much damage run out and see... The situation. He looks over and sees Eska dead and, you know, kind of nods to you guys and says, is it, is it done? I think Eska might still be, and like, I go over, I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess the king killed her. Yeah. And Cody seems conflicted, but doesn't pay it any other heed. It's done. And you see, he takes a second and like, kind of swallows his pride. We need to hide you guys. That would be a good yeah. idea. We would deeply appreciate that. The king's body? Like, is there any apocalypse bullshit left? It, like, <laughs> Nothing that you would be able to... Like, I mean, you might be able to scoop up some of the goop. But nothing, like, I, there's no chance in, like, a year when we get back to this, this planet, there's going to be another apocalypse baby running around. <laughs> well, you know what? Give me a life science check. Okay. I think I, I have that one. Uh, Ten. Um, there's no reason why you wouldn't think that this is the end of it. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go hide. Um, and yes, they bring you out into the city and Mo and Poe are kind of standing on their balcony and waving and you guys are dropped a rope ladder and they welcome you into their home and keep you kind of in the back room as a couple Federation ships land with well-armed soldiers pouring out clearing the rest of any nobles that are left you hear gunfire and then silence so i'm guessing the federation doesn't have any prime directive or anything like that well go as part of the um, federation yeah okay, okay. so if, if you if you want to ask questions in character i will be able to oh no so, this is uh, more so out of the definitely out of character questions i have yeah okay yeah no because go is a, a member of the federation um they are mm -hmm. It's kind of like the UN, right? Like, Kaya was under attack. They asked for help, and the Federation arrived. You guys were just a little more efficient. Shocker. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> that's us. Efficiency at its finest. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's all that's happening here, is that they, they came to assist a, a colony or a, a town or a village on a Federation-aligned planet um, to because they were under attack. Okay. Cool. Man, that's pretty fucked up. What is it's pretty fucked up, just saying. This, all of this. So, Mo, how do you know how to shoot like that? Yeah, I really need to know this. You're like you're like one of the old gunslingers. She uh, rolls her wheelchair over to a picture on the bed frame, and she 
show like wheels it back over to you and she hands it to you and it is a what looks to be a, an all female frog folk platoon uh like war photo <laughs> uh, i love it Cody's so staring much. at that and he's just like he could be the biggest guy in the world you shoot his knee he'll drop like a stone she smiles at that and nods <laughs> this is pretty fucking cool how about you poe you a secret oh, warrior no but i do make a really good scrambled jumble that sounds so good right now are you boys hungry i could i could i could eat the stairs if they weren't burned uh, i'm pretty thirsty myself Duran, i think i've got something for you as well and poe goes into the kitchen and begins just throwing a bunch of ingredients not unlike what cody did when he tried to cook <laughs> But this actually looks and smells delicious. Um, and he o- walks over and opens up a, a liquor cabinet and pulls out a just like a really nice crystal decanter, sets down four glasses and pours you all a drink, um, excluding himself, but one for Mo. I think Dern's just very quiet in these moments right now and just enjoying the drink. If he can. Cody like slaps a hand across your shoulders. He's like, my first drinking party, really? Um, good shooting earlier. And like, clinks your glass. Right back at you. And he like points at the hole in his chest. He's like, we're spear buddies. <laughs> it just went okay. right through and he like turns around. You can just see right through his side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it went right through you too. And he's like, and then, oh. yeah, Dur- looking at Duran's leg, there's just a hole right in the center of it. Yeah, you can just see the other side. Right. Cody pokes it, just sticks a finger in. Ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, it's tender. sorry. It's tender. Guys, I... Eh, fuck. We did it. We've got a ship. We can yeah. go... We can get the captain back. No, I don't know if it's that easy, Cody, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. this is step one. It's step one. And it was quite hard. So, I don't know if any other step of this is going to be easy. Life is hard and life's fun, so... I guess we're doing it right. And You're right. And he holds up his glass. I raise mine as well. This is the first step to getting a crew back together, the ship, and our long journey to return to the cube. And we got our first member. Yeah. Short Jack, unless he lied, he's coming with us. He's small. We'll take him with us either way. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an indentured servant at this point. Cody, Cody laughs, and you have the idea that he doesn't realize either of you are joking. <laughs> He looks confused. Like, he's not laughing like, ah, that's funny. He's like, uh uh-huh. And he's just kind of, like, looking at in the distance. Like, what does that mean? Would Uh, they do that? Do you think this is the end of the nobles? Well, it's not the end of the fringe. There are people still out there. And whether they all come here or try to make a life out there is up to them. But it's the end of cruel rulers on Goa. At least those who aren't from the Federation. Mo, Poe, have you heard about patience? Is... Are they okay? They look at you and say, "What? What happened to patience?" I uh, just haven't seen them since the the fight. It, oh, okay. Es- you know what? Eska happened to patience. I rolled a eighteen. Is there like I don't know? I guess just deception. Diplomacy? I believe deception. Uh, no, no. Um, oh no, it's bluff. It's I think bluff. it's just bluff. Yeah. Oh yeah, bluff. Yeah, I have a minus one. Uh, eighteen though. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, that would have fooled him, but Durin did just say, yeah, Eska <laughs> happened to him. Um, and Poe looks sad for a second and Mo remains expressionless, but you can probably, you're getting a hang of, of Mo and you seem that she's pretty dejected as well. Well, 
no, unfortunately I don't have any, don't have any news on patience, but he's, he's a tough son of a gun. I, I, I think he'll, he'll be, he'll be okay. And if there's anything else you guys would like to do, I feel like you could probably use a rest. Yeah. Yeah. Cody's like, especially after drinking like a one drink at this stage, he's probably droopy. This is literally the same day as the mini muck fight. I need to rest. That's insane. Yeah. No, no, you guys rest after the mini muck fight. It's the same day as the barge. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Is it? Okay. I thought this was all the same day. No, you guys rest. Barely makes it better. Yeah. But like the difference between the barge and the mini muck was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been a very long day. You guys fucking took a barge out. You fucking solved the topo problem. You did the fucking noble fight. We fought like four bosses. Only one boss. That's a lot for one day, aside from the fact that Terry decided to crash our barge into a mountain. Or sorry, make hey. a mountain in front of our barge. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I didn't crash it. So, yes, you guys sleep for the night, and it's it's a good sleep. Presumably, I don't want to make decisions for your characters. If any one of you think that it would be difficult for you to sleep tonight, by all means. But uh, out cold. Yeah. Yeah, Merrick's too tired to even have his normal, like, nihilist thoughts at the sky. Uh, I think Dern would... (laughs) (laughs) You good, bro? It's been a rough couple of of days, guys. I think Dern would struggle sleeping, but not in the way that he'd want to bother anyone. I think he would just kind of lay awake, lost in thought. Okay. It's around the afternoon the next day that you guys hear from outside Mo and Poe's house. Uh, one of the, which you can assume is probably a commander of the Federation forces, approach one of the Verdant Guard, and they say, it looks like you guys are all clear here. We can hang around a little longer if you want, but uh, there's a requisition for supplies and aid to help you rebuild, but uh, we can head off. But if you feel more comfortable, we don't mind leaving a few guards here stationed. And the uh, Verdant Guard seems to say that they're okay. They shake hands, they salute, and the soldiers get back in the the ships and they leave. Is there anything you guys would like to do in your morning after, now that you see that Kaya has has been cleared of the Federation presence? Yeah, I believe we have to go straight to to Patience is what we would yeah. do. Check up on him. Okay, yeah. then in that case, there is... A knock on the door shortly after the the Federation leaves. There's a man standing there. He's almost got droopy puppy dog cheeks, like a like a bloodhound almost. He looks like kind of like a bloodhound, and he's Is got he these shuni. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but he's not little. He's he's about you know average height. He's about like five eight, and he's wearing this very plain robe with a emerald green sash and a medallion. Not unlike the one that Patience gave you. He says, gentlemen, it's excellent to see that you're still alive. We would like to grant you audience with Kaya. The tree? He kind of smiles and says, in the broadest sense, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. He like straightens his hair a little bit, but does nothing. Uh, Okay, I've never spoken to a tree before. Oh, me neither. I wasn't sure it was that weird. Durin, how you get, are you? You get used to it after a while. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Sorry. They just talk, they just talk really slowly. We have talked to a tree. Treador. Oh, oh my tree god. Tree. You're right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm, I got hit really hard in the head. 
What's your name? My name is Attendant Miguel. Attendant Miguel, I'm sorry. I'm not all with it. I also drank a bit. Do you want a drink? It's noon. Is that not a time for drinking? I, I don't want to judge, but I try not to. Is it a time for trees? Cody, it's a perfect time for drinking. Okay. Uh, Cody kind of looks at Poe. Uh, he's doing things. <laughs> I'm not enabling Cody. Cody's too polite <laughs> right. to go get it himself. Miguel looks at you and says, I, I do want to uh, just preface this with you. The tree doesn't talk. It's more of a spiritual uh, audience. You'll see. He begins leading you through town, and you see that like the fringe folk who came to help with the fight are now assisting with the you know repair efforts. You see Andre over in Roots and Bolts kind of getting machinery back up and running to help hoist beams and, and do some construction. Some of the other fringe folk are just kind of you know moving rubble out of the way. It's pretty wild that these people are are currently working together. It's still a mess, but Kaya is is already on the road to repair. And Miguel brings you to the sort of inner chamber of the tree. And the elevator that was all vined up is now back to normal and guides you into the elevator. And instead of going up like you did when uh, you went to patient's office, uh, you guys begin descending. Now, I will say that um, we try to keep a level of respect and quiet and uh, decorum when we are down in the inner chamber. Not that I don't think that you will be respectful. I just like to preface everything and every visit with that kind of warning. Cody looks very worried. Yeah, Cody, uh... He's trying to straighten his hair again. I believe... Duran just nods. It's like pulling up the collar of his trench coat and, like, smoothing it down. The elevator ride isn't that long, and the doors open up into a breathtaking sight. You are standing in the roots underneath Kaya. From the ceiling hang these organic orange, almost nets, holding these luminous blue orbs. The ground cascades almost tear-like down into small ponds and waterfalls and immaculately tended gardens and vineyards. Uh, there are these, every now and then, one of the like the tier platforms will be, there's like a, a large wooden tub with a steaming liquid inside of it. There are these like little silver white motes of light that are darting around, but tend to settle over the smaller pools of water, creating a shimmering and shifting top layer. There are a number of other attendants that are wearing the same sort of thing that Miguel is wearing, but they are tending to plants and harvesting fruits and uh, tending to the crops and stuff. But every now and then they will reach and almost simultaneously be lifted up by a, a vine to grab a fruit from a top branch or a leaf will unfurl and stiffen as they use it as a table to place tools or uh, materials. And it seems like they are working almost in perfect unison with the natural elements of this area. In the center of the room, there is a colossal pillar of those twisted roots and vines that you saw kind of popping up all over during the assault. And nestled in the center of that is this large red flower with these long curled blue stamen. And 
you are guided down through these these winding paths towards the tree. But before you get down all the way, uh, Miguel kind of takes a detour off to one of those uh, large wooden tubs that is currently being covered by a carved wooden uh, folding screen. And he goes behind the, the screen and you can hear him whispering for a second. And then you hear sloshing water and some of it comes pouring underneath the screen and out from around it steps patience. You're okay. The grace of Kaya has given me a few more days. And he smiles. Only only days? And Cody like reaches for where his wound is. Oh, sorry, that is an old saying of my people. We are grateful for every day that we are given. So a few more days is a great gift, but no, I I think I'll be fine. Oh thank God. And he is wrapped in these uh, flat, thick leaves around his waist where he was uh, and like up to his chest where he was impaled and is wearing one of those robes that is, is kind of open. Um, and he looks at you guys and he says, Kaya would like to meet you. And the five of you make their or your way down to the uh, this like large pool of water that stands in front of the. The, the big red flower. It might not seem like much, but this is what you saved. And with this, every person in Kaya, everyone who lives in the gift, the second chance that we were given, you gave us one more. And for that, we are eternally in your debt. You don't owe us anything. We were only doing the right thing. I was told when people said this to take things off them because I shouldn't keep saying it was okay. But I feel like it, it's, it's still okay. Patience gestures up to the flower and he says, This was the first thing to bloom 500 years ago. And when I first started tending to the tree, it was a small flower. And now look at it. It is seen from across Goa, a beacon of hope. And now that is one that your names are forever etched into. As he's saying that, you guys notice that the flower is beginning to unfurl and unwind itself from the column. And everyone in the room stops. You hear tools being dropped and all of the attendants have turned their attention to you guys and the flower that is currently sort of unwinding screw-like around the column until it is looming over you about like five feet away from you. Is this not supposed to happen? Patience stands there for a second and says, the flower has never moved. Cody like awkwardly goes to one knee and then gives like, a thumbs up to the tree because he's not really sure what to do. You guys feel a a gentle knock on your mind. And Merrick and Duran, you've probably experienced invasive uh, spells or techniques that have kind of imposed uh, effects on your mind. Yeah, you're, you're, you've probably had that happen over the course of your life. This is this is the exact opposite. You can feel that something is asking permission to enter. Cody's and already opened the door. 
<laughs> There's totally not even a door. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's just like a curtain. <laughs> uh, yeah, Merrick Merrick opens his his door. Oh fuck! Durin hesitates for a long moment before letting it in, and you suddenly feel like comforted, and you hear a voice speaking softly and calmly, and it says, "Thank you for." saving me. This may be confusing, but I am Kaya. It is a pleasure to meet you. As my champions, I never would have guessed it would be a fool, a coward, and a killer. Jesus. <laughs> am I a coward? <laughs> Alright, fine. <laughs> Cody, a little like, what? I feel a little called out here, but okay. Yeah, well, well, hey, you well, got the best must one. be the killer. <laughs> Cody must be the fool. I'm the coward? All right. All right. I don't know. The flower pulls back for a second and then sort of lowers itself and then readjusts and says, I'm sorry. I've upset you after 500 years of not communicating with anyone. My social graces leave something to be desired. This was not a judgment or an insult. It is simply a, in fact, if anything, it was a compliment, a, a commendation from where you were to walking the path of hero. You should be proud of your accomplishments, of your growth. I am proud of you. And I am, as Patience said, eternally grateful. So please forgive me for my misstep and mis misspeaking. Nothing to forgive. It stops for a second and looks at Merrick and Cody and says, I truly hope that I have not insulted you. But like, he was the fool and I was the coward. I'm not insulted. I just want clarification. <laughs> um, what, what made you say those things? You don't know us. I can see your mind. You let me in. I feel what you feel. I can see what you think. And, again, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have imposed my will so quickly. I would like to take this moment to perhaps start again with a thank you. And if it makes you feel any better from one savior to another, you were able to end a battle that I've been fighting for 500 years over the course of an evening. So please take that as the most sincere apology and compliment that I intended to give. Does that mean the apocalypse or whatever it is, is done? Yes. It would seem that it, in one final attempt, tried to manifest physically once more and to kill me, allowing the rest of it to reform and retake Goa and continue its path of destruction. I don't really mind being called a fool, but Merrick's one of the bravest people I've ever known, and Durin hardly ever kills. He he hates doing it. There's a difference between bravery and cowardice, and perhaps cowardice isn't the right word. I would really like to move on from this. <laughs> yeah, that's and fine. 
<laughs> I'm over it. I promise. <laughs> Are you okay, Merrick? You good? Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you feel, uh, Darren, when Cody says that? It speaks truths. Let's move on. <laughs> I have been fighting back the apocalypse since it was first defeated, or should I say first subdued. It was my task to neutralize it, to keep it in its slumber, but it was an arduous task, and it was exhausting, and your actions have finally given me a chance to rest. Now that it is truly gone, I can rest and, or once again, begin undergoing the daunting task of reviving Kaya and Goa. It looks at you, Merrick, and says, Though I understand there are still some who call the Wastes home, and I have no intention on taking that from them. If there is even one soul who wishes the Wastes to remain, I will be sure that there is enough for them to call home. Merrick nods. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, a number. Um, the first one being, um, what, what is your end goal with Goa? I simply wanted to restore, to undo the damage caused by the living apocalypse during its reign. And whatever that means now, if that means simply maintaining what you call the gift, then so be it. If the fringe wishes to remain, then I will allow it. But if there are those who want to see the bounty that I have given to one half of the planet, I will extend it to the fringe. But I will let the people of Goa decide. A lot of people here seem to have, you know, natural growths. Is that your doing too? It was a unexpected and unintended side effect of such powerful, verdant magic. One more question. Uh, sounds simple, but maybe a little complex. Where did you come from? It stops for a second and then lowers down and then wobbles its head back and forth a bit and says, I don't have any memory of before I bloomed. My earliest memory would be of patience, tending to me, caring for me, protecting me. And now you care for him and you protect him. And Cody's like nodding and smiling like it makes perfect sense. I would say that he still very much fills the role of protector. Another question, if I, if you don't mind. Of course. Do you have an idea of everyone who steps foot on this planet? I have my children in the gift, yes. We are able to communicate to some degree. But if strangers came down, would you have any idea of who they were or what they were doing? I'm... Unfortunately, no. This is slightly beyond my my expertise or powers. If they were to stand in front, then then perhaps, and, and allow me entrance as you did, perhaps. But unfortunately, no, I I can't read everyone's mind on the planet. Yeah, they would never let you in. Anyone else have a question? I have one. Why did Eska turn on you? I'm not sure. Many people think that those who wish to only help often harbor ill will or ill intentions or a secret motive. Unfortunately, those would be mistaken. And I know that sounds trite, but I only have one purpose. It is to replenish. And perhaps the madness of the apocalypse seeped into her as well. It was far-reaching, beyond my control. 
If she spent any amount of time under its influence, I could see how she may be conflicted. I granted her my powers almost until the very end. She wished for a very long time to protect me. When you look inside my head, do you see Alpha? It stops for a second and says, I would like to bestow upon you my thanks in a more, I don't want to say tangible or material way, but I would like to give you gifts. And to answer that question, Cody, I would like to give you a gift. And one of the those like orange nets descends down over the pool of water and opens up and the orb hits the ground like a water balloon and bounces and then pops. And you see the pool fill a little deeper and those silver fireflies all flock to it. And she says, please step inside the pool. What happens then? The three of you have unique challenges. You are lost. Cody nods like really sadly. I can connect some paths. He's already getting in. And as you wade in, the water is, it's thicker than normal water. And she says, submerge yourself and give yourself to it. I take off my gloves and I hand them to Merrick and I take off my gun and I hand it to Durin. And I just fall backwards. And the second you do, you land on the bed beside Alpha. Oh. You go through the same motions and it kind of like flickers in and out. And it's almost like you're underwater in this. But it's the same sort of scene that you had when you crashed. And then you are you jump, you skip a, a second to walking out of the hallway and having that sort of panic attack. But that doesn't happen this time. And instead of crumpling in the hall and being comforted by Trunt, you're kind of redoing some of the moves from the movie you just saw on the way to the kitchen and knock over a vase and Trunt catches it with one hand and you guys kind of chat and this is the first time you've met him. He points you to the direction of the kitchen and you walk in and you startle Izzy but you still catch the pancake batter and you and you talk and she still teaches you how to sign Alpha's name but not because you forgot his name but because you thought he would think it was cool. Mm -hmm. You return back to his room and you're walking down the hall with a plate of cookies and baked goods that Izzy has sent as a little care package and behind you you hear are those from Izzy? I turn and you see him he's standing oh. in the hallway with his auburn hair and his freckles and the small spaces between his teeth that haven't yet become adult teeth and he runs full force and just snatches the plate of cookies out of your hands barrels into the door and like flying leaps onto the bed and he looks at you and he says Cody are you coming? Oh you know it and I like slam into the door far harder than necessary because it always makes him laugh it goes off the hinges you just <laughs> smash it right off the fucking hinges and like you can see the splintered wood that this isn't the first time and he and, and Alpha loses shit he's like laughing hysterically and I like flop down on the floor beside the bed but this time, when you flop on the floor, you're somewhere else. You're in an office building, and there is a frosted glass door, and behind it you hear a man yell, Find him! And then you're on your back on, on a, a grass or a lawn, and there's a raging fire behind you, and a man stands over you with a pair of bloody garden shears. And then 
you're in a high-end suit shop being tailored for a suit, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking you've never looked better. And then you're strapped to a bed, and a doctor leans over you and says, this isn't going to hurt at all. And then you're in a corner of a metal shipping container, and the silhouette of two men slam it shut. And then you emerge from the pool, gasping for air, but with the vision of Alpha in your mind. Thank you. Thank you so much. It will take time to heal the rest, but I hope walking this first path leads you back to him. This is this is more than I could have. It's 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 enough. It's it's definitely enough. And Cody just kind of like falls to his knees, like right outside the pool, and just like he's just like staring at the ground. Merrick. Yeah. I entrust with you something that no other human or living being has ever been given. As the one who wanders, I give you something to find roots. And Kaya uses some vines to peel off a shaving of themselves. And uh, Miguel reaches over and opens up a small box. And Kaya tucks the trimmed sapling into some soil. And Miguel hands the box to you. And Kaya says, I know I have caused you offense. And I misspoke. It is not cowardice. It is insecurity. <laughs> and Both are correct, but go on. And I know you are perhaps too young to know the difference or find the lesson, but tend to this. Look forward instead of back. Look forward to when this blooms instead of wondering how things withered. Uh, thank you. I will, uh, I'll tend to it. Thank you. Merrick looks very confused and concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Please present your solarium blade. Uh, yeah, Merrick turns the little orb of light into his blade. And the green crystal used as a catalyst for your blade once again one of the vines reaches up and touches it and it changes from green to a soft red that mirrors your own photon mode you're going to get the same bonuses but okay. instead of the corrosion damage it'll now be a burning damage it'll now be fire damage on crits perfect as that red at that green lightning turns into red lightning and kaya says I can't have my champions wielding fractions of the power of my sworn enemy. That's uh, fair. Thank, thank you. Durin. Yes. I'm sorry. As a vine sharpens to a point and runs itself through you. Whoa. And Excuse then me? dunks you into the water. Uh, Cody dives for the for the vine. What the fuck? You try to, and it's solid. Almost like it's frozen over. I'm pounding on it. You see those motes of light? I hate this already. <laughs> begin coalescing into a scene, and they take form into this sort of almost holographic projection. Darren, how much do you remember like each battle? Do they all blend together, or they do, do certain ones stand out, or do you remember like everyone? 
I think some blend, but there's always like the special ones, the ones that feel different. Maybe they're maybe the ones that feel the most off to him. Probably they like let him to leave. Like they probably stick into his memory more so than uh, just the generic ones, right? Okay. This this one stands out to you. Okay. You were sent on a solo mission to steal some plans from the Fang Clan. It was easy, in and out work. No problem. Until somebody started shooting, and then chaos ensued. And some of the people that were in your squad at the time came in, and it was a bloodbath. And you were the sole survivor of the Fur Clan. And you remember walking through the carnage of this battlefield. And Merrick and Cody, you see this. You don't see the whole scene, but you see sort of like a, a radius around Durin, and these little motes of light are reconstructing it. And you see Durin himself, and you end up walking through this small village until you finally see someone who is also alive. You have a pretty serious bit of shrapnel lodged into your stomach, and you know pulling it out would do far more damage than leaving it in, but it hurts like hell. Yeah, yeah. And you see a probably like a 14-year-old uh, member of the Fang Clan, and he looks at you, and he knows immediately who you are and what you've done, and you can see he's also suffered a pretty serious wound, but he begins walking towards you with hate in his eyes. He takes a step and another step, and every movement he makes seems like it takes every ounce of strength that he has. One of his arms looks to be broken, but the one that isn't, he reaches down and pulls the tack knife out of his, the leg holster and walks towards you. What would you do? Or what did you do? Um, how hurt am I at this point? Um, if we're talking like game terms, uh, you're, not you've, necessarily. Got, you've got like three HP. You're in very, very bad shape. I, I think I I think Durin would kneel down and just stare at him in the eyes and wait for it. And yeah, that's that's what happens. And as he gets to you, he, he crumples to his knees as well. And he presses his forehead against yours. And you feel that familiar warmth of a blade piercing your skin as he pushes it further and further into your stomach as he leans forward and dies on your shoulder with his hand still clasping the knife buried in your stomach. In his neck, you see a, a sign that you are familiar with. It's the mark of a poison bullet. The f fuck? How hurt am I after being stabbed to take this in? Um, you're you're not doing well. You have a you currently have a shrapnel in in like the side and a, a knife in your belly and this this kid sort of dead half embracing you slumped over your shoulder. I I wouldn't know how to take the f the bold information just yet. He he would more of a process, but I think this is a, a time Durin would like hold him and probably cry. And you wrap your arms around this kid and you feel warmth and it's not the blood running down your side it's a light that is enveloping you and you feel safe and you heal this child as a pulse of warm light 
bursts out of you. And you heal yourself. What the f- <laughs> As the water becomes liquid again, Cody, and you just drop right into it, face first. Duran, your hands are clasping where the, the vine had impaled you. <laughs> and you cast Mystic Cure and heal yourself. Damn. Uh, so- I, I grab Duran and like pull him out. Uh, Duran's crying at this point. <laughs> you pull him out and he's fine. Yeah? There's, there's no evidence of a wound or anything. Kaya says, even the butcher can sew a wound. Did that kid, did, did the kid make it? You know the answer to that, Durin. Yeah. Mechanically, though, Durin, <laughs> you now have yeah. access to mystic spell slots in order to kill or, cure, or cast mystic cure. Um, okay. You have access oh, to cool. them. Oh, cool. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. You, you don't want to play a mystic? Hey, Terry, fuck you. This is my <laughs> campaign. I can't tell if I'm upset or not. I, I, I feel very conflicted at this. <laughs> Mechanically, you will be your mystic level will be considered minus two of your current level, and you will have access. The you have access to spell slots, but the only thing you can cast are mystic cure. Okay, you also get the mystic connection of healer, and what that means is you get healing channel. What the fuck? You can spend a resolve point to channel this energy. Healing yourself with channeled energy is a move action. Healing an ally you touch is a standard action. Healing all allies within thirty feet is a full action. This energy restores 2d8 hit points and increases by 2d8 hit points every third level. Holy fuck. Damn. Oh, man. Holy. So, Cody got memories, Durin got a healing spell, and Merrick got a plant. <laughs> I changed weapons. Yeah, all right. I'm sure that plant's going to be cool as fuck when it happens. Oh, I'm assuming I'm, I know what I have to probably do with this plant. I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> By the I way, think- Cody's on his hands and knees, like eyes wide, like hyperventilating because he's he just went through a lot in his own memories. And then he saw his friend get stabbed and put down and, and he just is freaking out. And Merrick's just standing there with his plant. <laughs> <laughs> How do I water this? I, I, I think he would look up at the flower and give a like a thankful like a thank you yeah that's that's a pretty good present (laughs) yeah this is my way of thanking you you are the champions of kaya and that won't be the last time someone calls you that you will go on to do great things and i'm proud of you and behind you you hear cody and durin merrick is in photon mode with his blade out Merrick, you didn't do that. I didn't do what? You didn't enter photon mode or... Oh, no. Bring your blade out. Why are you here? As the clapping behind you stops, a familiar voice says, Boys, I'm proud of you, too. 